Welcome to Business English Pod, a great way to improve your English skills on the go. Business small talk, switching techniques. Small talk may be used to fill silences or get to know someone you've just been introduced to. In this podcast lesson, we're going to look at how to switch the topic of conversation when you want to move on from small talk to a business-related issue. Why is it necessary to get into small talk at all if the point of your conversation is to talk about a work-related topic? Small talk is useful in creating a positive atmosphere, especially in telephone conversations where you can't see the other person directly. This is particularly useful if you have a favor to ask, or if you need to remind the other person that something is overdue. As we have mentioned in previous lessons on small talk. The tone in such conversations is often more significant than the content of the dialogue. Remember to give the other person a turn to speak, and if you need to ask questions, don't get too inquisitive. In this lesson, we will focus on how to switch from one topic to another during small talk. Since small talk is not restricted to a single topic, speakers often move rapidly from one subject to another while talking. It is useful to remember functional words and phrases that can indicate to your listener that you are changing the topic of conversation. You will now listen to a conversation between Jill, a managing editor in an e-learning firm, and Michael, an associate in the company. As you hear the dialogue, try to identify at least three topics that Jill and Michael talk about that are not related to business. Good morning, Michael Hutchins. Hi, Mike. This is Jill Connor. Hi, Jill. I wasn't sure if you'd be into work today, since you said you were going to be on vacation. No, I'm going next week. Edinburgh, right? I heard about the Shakespeare Festival there this month. Maybe you can catch some of it. Really? I must check that out. How did you know I was a theatre buff? Are you kidding? You're always going to some play or other. Speaking of plays, how did your daughter's school presentation go? Very well, actually. It even got a small review in the paper the next day. Oh, do congratulate her for me. Thanks. Anyway, I called because I wanted to check how the presentation for tomorrow is going. Is the slideshow complete yet? Just about. I'm just tweaking it a little. That's great. Do you think I could take a look at it sometime today? Sure. Just going in for a meeting, but I can send it to you in a couple of hours. Would you? That would be really great. I'm having some new software installed on my system in a while, but I'll take a look at it ASAP and get back to you. These upgrades always seem to happen at the worst times. Tell me about it, and they usually take longer than they're supposed to. So I'll expect a mail from you this afternoon. You got it. Thanks. Talk to you later. Wasn't that a friendly business call? Although most of the conversation was small talk. Jill also managed to ask Michael to finish an important presentation, and email her the details later that day. Did you catch the three topics that Jill and Michael focused on during their brief conversation? The first topic was focused on Michael when Jill asked him about his holiday plans. I wasn't sure if you'd be into work today, since you said you were going to be on vacation. Then Michael inquired about something related to Jill by asking, "Speaking of plays, how did your daughter's school presentation go?" Finally, Jill spoke a little about what was happening around her by mentioning a computer upgrade. Would you? That would be really great. I'm having some new software installed on my system in a while, but I'll take a look at it ASAP and get back to you. 
These upgrades always seem to happen at the worst times. Let's take a look now at some of the language that Jill and Michael use as they switch between topics. Note that they begin with small talk, move on to a more serious work-related issue, and then switch back to small talk before ending the conversation. Jill begins the small talk by saying, "I wasn't sure if you'd be in to work today, since you said you were going to be on vacation." We see that Jill politely asks about Michael to begin the small talk by saying, "I wasn't sure if you'd be in today." Jill lets Michael know that she wants to start the conversation with small talk. She also shows that she has remembered what Michael told her about where he was going. Edinburgh, right? I heard about the Shakespeare Festival there this month. Maybe you can catch some of it. She also remembers that Michael likes theater. When talking to coworkers, remembering their likes and dislikes and other small details about their lives helps in finding things to talk about. Michael then asks about something related to Jill. Speaking of plays, how did your daughter's school presentation go? When he says this, Michael is switching topics from his vacation to Jill's daughter. Notice how he makes the switch. He uses the phrase "speaking of." This is a common way of switching topics during small talk when you want to move on to something that you have been reminded of based on what you were just talking about. Let's listen now to the part where Jill shifts the topic to a more serious work-related issue. She says. Anyway, I called because I wanted to check how the presentation for tomorrow is going. Is the slideshow complete yet? Phrases such as "Anyway, I called because," or "Anyway, the reason I'm calling is," are useful ways of letting your conversation partner know that you now want to talk about work. Finally, let's listen to the part when Jill switches back to small talk. Would you? That would be really great. I'm having some new software installed on my system in a while, but I'll take a look at it ASAP and get back to you. These upgrades always seem to happen at the worst times. Now, why don't you try out these techniques for yourself? Imagine that you are Jill and have called Michelle, a colleague, to ask her for some records you need from a past project. You will now hear the beginning of the conversation, after which you will hear instructions on what to say. When you respond, you will hear a model response from us. Let's start. Hello, this is Michelle Weinberg. Hi, Michelle. This is Jill Connor. Hi, Jill. Now let's practice some small talk. Tell Michelle that you were unsure about whether she would be there. Begin your response with the phrase, "I didn't know." I didn't know if you would be at work today. Didn't you say you would be away for a while? I'm off tomorrow. That was a great beginning. Now let's try switching from one topic of small talk to another. I'm looking forward to just relaxing with my kids for a few days. That's great. Speaking of relaxing, have you heard about that new Italian restaurant down the road? We should check it out sometime after you get back. Now let's switch from small talk to the reason you have called. Ask Michelle for what you need using the phrase. Anyway, I just called because. Anyway, I just called because I need the sales figures for last month. Let's hear Michelle's response to what you just said. I'll send you the file by email right away. Thanks a lot, Michelle. Now shift the conversation back to small talk by inquiring about a common friend. This time, use the phrase "by the way." We will see more examples with this phrase in the next dialogue. Begin your response with the phrase "by the way." By the way, have you heard from Alex Siegel? That was good. You can repeat the exercise using different responses if you want more practice. 
In the following dialogue, you will hear Rita and Peter making small talk just after a business meeting. Here, the pattern of small talk may be slightly different from that on a telephone, since the speakers are face to face. As you listen to the conversation, try to spot the words and phrases that the speakers use to move from one topic to another. Well, that was a good meeting. Don't you like it when everyone gets involved in the discussion? Definitely. It's much better than when a couple of people dominate the conversation. That's a lovely briefcase you're carrying. Is it new? Thanks. Yes, I just got it at Harrods last week. They're having a great sale. Oh, really? I should check it out. I think it's on until next week. By the way, did you hear that Marita is moving to France? Yes. In fact, I was just talking to her about it. She said she was going to take some time off work and do an art course. How lovely! Oh, I've been meaning to ask you if you could send me a copy of your last presentation. There were some interesting points I missed and wanted to go over it again sometime. Why, thank you. Of course, I can send it to you. I was also very impressed with the creative designs you used in the presentation. Do you mind if I take a closer look at your template? Not at all. I'll email it to you when I get back to my desk. Thanks a lot. I'm tired of using my old designs and could use some new ideas. <laughs> I know the feeling. Speaking of new ideas, don't you think we should ask for a change of decor in the office sometime? I'm getting tired of the orange and brown. Absolutely, we should bring it up at the next HR meeting. Do you have any particular suggestions in mind? Not really. Anything different would be a pleasant change. Yes. Well, it was great chatting with you. I have to rush off now since I'm meeting a client for lunch. Sure. See you soon. See you. Bye. Bye. When talking to someone face to face, there are clearly more options as far as speaking topics are concerned. Compliments on someone's hair, clothing, or accessories are acceptable, but remember not to talk or ask about anything too personal, unless you know the person very well. The weather, vacations, sport, current affairs, and office events, even office gossip, are safe topics. Rita signals to Peter that she wants to start by asking for his opinion while giving her own. She says, "Well, that was a good meeting. Don't you like it when everyone gets involved in the discussion?" Note that framing your opinion as a question is a good way of involving the other person in the conversation. Peter then changes the topic by complimenting Rita on her new briefcase. He says, "That's a lovely briefcase you're carrying. Is it new?" Rita then uses the phrase, "By the way." To indicate that she is switching to another topic, by the way, is a handy phrase to use when you want to indicate that you are going to say something off-topic that is interesting but not of much importance. Rita says, "I think it's on until next week." By the way, did you hear that Marita is moving to France? The conversation then shifts to a business-related topic when Peter asks Rita to send him a copy of her last presentation. He says. Oh, I've been meaning to ask you if you could send me a copy of your last presentation. There were some interesting points I missed and wanted to go over it again sometime. Here, Peter indicates a switch in topic by saying, "Oh, I've been meaning to." This is a good way of indicating a change of topic, both when you want to get down to business and also when you want to switch to a general topic. Rita then switches back to small talk, this time related to the office. She uses the phrase "speaking of." <laughs> I know the feeling. Speaking of new ideas, don't you think we should ask for a change of decor in the office sometime? I'm getting tired of the orange and brown. Finally, P. 
Peter indicates that he has to go and would like to end the conversation. Yes. Well, it was great chatting with you. I have to rush off now since I'm meeting a client for lunch. Phrases such as, it was great talking to you, or it was lovely chatting with you, signal that you want to end a conversation. It is usually polite to indicate a reason for ending the conversation, such as Peter does. Let's hear that again. Yes. Well, it was great chatting with you. I have to rush off now since I'm meeting a client for lunch. Let's practice some switching techniques now. Imagine you are Peter and want to ask another colleague, Selena, for a document that you need. Peter and Selena meet in the elevator. Let's hear the beginning of the conversation. Hi, Selena. Hey, Peter. That announcement this morning really caught me by surprise. What did you think? Now listen to Selena's response. Me too. Those renovations are really going to mess things up around here for a while. I think so too. Now switch topics by asking Selena if her car is back from the repair shop. Use the phrase, by the way. Let's hear Selena's response to what Peter just said. By the way, is your car back from being serviced yet? No, I'm afraid not. I never realized how difficult taking the train could be. Okay, good. Next, Peter switches to a work-related topic. Ask Selena for a document you need. Begin your statement with the phrase, I've been meaning to ask you. Let's hear a response to that. I've been meaning to ask you to send me a copy of the new invoice template. No problem. I'll email it to you later today. Now switch back to another topic of small talk. Ask Selena if she knows about the new parking regulations at the office. This time, use the phrase, Did you hear? Let's hear what Selena has to say in response. Oh, did you hear about the new parking regulations they've introduced? As a matter of fact, I did. I'll have to keep those in mind once I get my car back. Now, end the conversation since your floor is approaching. Remember to tell Selena that it was great talking to her. Let's listen to the end of the conversation. This is where I get off. It was great chatting with you, Selena. Likewise. See you later. In this podcast lesson, you learned how to switch from one topic of conversation to another. Remember that it's a good idea to begin a conversation with some small talk, sticking to safe topics and avoiding anything personal or controversial. Use phrases such as, by the way, speaking of, and anyway, to indicate that you are moving from one topic to another. Then use a phrase like, well, it was great talking to you, to indicate that you want to end a conversation. That's all for this Business English Podcast lesson. We hope you enjoyed listening. Business English Podcast is part of Workplace English Training e-magazine. To access the podcast transcript for this and other Business English Podcast lessons, you'll need to subscribe to Workplace English Training e-magazine at www.workplace-english-training.com. Workplace English Training e-magazine is a monthly interactive online magazine focusing on all aspects of business English training. It is suitable for pre-intermediate to advanced level learners. Each issue of the e-magazine is packed with interactive lessons to help you improve your business writing, speaking, listening, and vocabulary. Learning is challenging yet fun. Here's that subscription address once again. www.workplace-english.com 
www.thepeopleshow.com.